Knowing and naming our core values can help us align our behaviors, our choices with what matters to us most. Like our spiritual and religious ideas, our values change over time as our spiritual practices and our needs for spiritual nourishment change. Shaped by life experience, by acquired knowledge, by familiarity. So today there is not specifically a quiz, but you may have noticed a sheet of paper and a pen on your seats. You may have received um, via email um, or in the newsletter uh, a core values exercise. So if you're attending via Zoom, I invite you to take a look at that now. And what I'd like to do for you to do in just a very brief, and I realize it's too short, but two minutes, so no pressure, but two minutes, to find five, only five core values from that list. We'll talk afterwards about what those are, not during the sermon time here, but following the service, maybe over coffee. This is a time to reflect for your own self, your own values. And if you are attending online, maybe even type your core values into the chat once you've chosen five. You can't do that. Okay. Okay. But think about it and share it with somebody somewhere. All right. So let's begin our two minutes. I do have a timer and there's a chime at the end. We have about 30 more seconds of our time. So. <laughs> have to put your pens down, but stop choosing. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> 
So a couple things here. I know that wasn't enough time, but as you looked over the list, did anyone feel like they wanted to add some things to the list? Okay, go ahead and write those down. That's fine. This is not a comprehensive list. It's a beginning. This is good. So I wanted to share with you some of mine since I have the mic. Um, the beginning of this year, I, I did this exercise and I chose, narrowed it down to accountability, courage, kindness, spirituality, and vulnerability. Um, I asked my 24-year-old son to do this as well and he picked adventure, balance, creativity, physical fitness, and self-respect. He's like, oh, good mom. Um, but <laughs> I will say my first pass through, I, I had 10 and I was like, how can I narrow it down? I mean, really, there's so many good things on that list and so many things that I want to value and lift up and live into diversity, forgiveness, generosity, humility, social justice. So I sat with my list for a little longer than I've allowed you to do today. So I want you to take this home and sit with it some. Um, but what I realized as I looked at the list that I had kind of checked off is I still hold dear all of those values, social justice and diversity. But what I've learned and what I've practiced in the last, say, 10 years since the last time I did a values exercise like this, what I'm passionate about are the values needed to make the first ones possible. Does that make sense? In order to work and reach for social justice, I need to be vulnerable to change, like be willing to be open about when I've made mistakes. Um, I need to be courageous because I'm going to do something wrong. I know it. And again, I need to be vulnerable enough to make the mistake and apologize for it. So I realized what I really came down to at last, and I will be 59 next month, at last came to what my core values are, at least at this moment in time. So I'm gonna ask you a couple questions about this. You can jot notes down if you'd like. Of the five values you suggested, or you selected, which one would you most like to live into more fully, say this year? This is not a resolution. I'm not into those. But what might you wanna live more fully into this year? And then the really hard question, what are one or two behaviors that routinely fall outside of this core value? And how does it feel to admit that? Yeah, I'm gonna see. No. Those are the hard things, but this is also why it's important to look at the core values and say, where am I? Am I living into what I really hold most dear or sacred? All right, a little pressure off here. We can look at these core values in a wider circle, the core values of this faith community. So this would require a wider conversation because it would be interesting to compare your individual core values. 
see where you hold something in common with other people in this community. But look at this list again, maybe make a different kind of mark and choose two of these core values or maybe write into that you feel are the core values of this faith community. And if it helps, think of what activities um, generate the most energy or attention or interaction and what values prompt these activities to happen. I'll take just a minute here. All right. Now I want to ask these same two questions we asked of your individual core values, of these community core values, of the values, if there were two, of which you selected. Which one would you most like this community to live into more fully? And what are one or two behaviors that routinely fall outside of this core value? Living our values shapes how we interact with other people, how and where we spend our money, how we vote, how we advocate and work for justice, equity, and compassion. So let's widen the circle of values once more to our Unitarian Universalist faith. Unitarian Universalism has been called an examined faith. We don't believe or act as if revelation is sealed. We're not done. We are called to continually seek truth, whatever that might be, and learn. This value is included in the bylaws of our association, a call to examine even our most treasured words and identities on a regular basis. Just this last week, a commission examining Article 2 of our bylaws, which holds the principles and purposes of the association, submitted its final report to the Board of Trustees of the Unitarian Universalist Association. It was two years of meetings, of gathering information, of interviewing and asking questions of 10,000 or more Unitarian Universalists around this country. gathering answers to questions about values and visions for what our faith is right now and what it could be. I'm not going to read the whole thing. I promise. 
I would encourage you to read the whole thing. But I wanted to share a couple of pieces. The first is in, and this is wonky talk, section C 2.2, Values and Covenant. As Unitarian Universalists, we covenant congregation to congregation and through our association to support and assist one another in our ministries. We draw from our heritages of freedom, reason, hope, and courage, building on the foundation of love in the bylaws. Love is the power that holds us together and is at the center of our shared values. We are accountable to one another for doing the work of living our shared values through the spiritual discipline of love, and that's love with a capital L. Inseparable from one another, and at, with the core being love, the shared values are, and this is identified again from all the interviews, the questions, the um, meetings and things like that. So love at the center, the shared values were interdependence, pluralism, justice, transformation, generosity, and equity. Did any of those appear on your list or something similar to that of your own? I want to read at least one piece of how they've worded each of those values. They've had further descriptions of each value, but I'm only going to read one. And that is interdependence. Interdependence has become so important um, as we had adopted the seventh principle of the interdependent web of all existence. It was so important. So interdependence. And the words here are, we honor the interdependent web of all existence. We covenant to cherish earth and all beings by creating and nurturing relationships of care and respect. With humility and reverence, we acknowledge our place in the great web of life, and we work to repair harm and damaged relationships. That one gets me. <laughs> the power, the power in this. I love our seven principles and what we have been called to do in covenant, promising one another that we will live into those. But I have to admit, I adore this. I adore this. That each piece is explicitly named as a covenant. This is what we value. And this is how we are going to, we want to live in it together. There's some hard words in there. Accountability is one of those. We get a little ooh, accountable to whom? What does that mean? That's a further conversation, isn't it? What does that mean? So each of the values named has a piece of, we do, with the, based value or even the principle, if you want to call it that, and then the covenant around it. In section C 2.3, we talk about the inspirations. 
As Unitarian Universalists, we use and are inspired by sacred and secular understandings that help us to live into our values. We respect the histories, contexts, and cultures in which they were created and are currently practiced. These sources ground us and sustain us in ordinary, difficult, and joyous times, grateful for the religious ancestries we inherit. And the diversity which enriches our faith, we are called to ever deepen and expand our wisdom. This to me is naming the sources of our faith without being so explicit about which traditions, because we draw from so many now. We find value in so many. There's a section also on inclusion, which specifically talks about overturning systems of power, privilege, and oppression. That we will strive to be an association and communities within the association who do that work, even if what most of it is, is internal. And then there's a section on freedom of belief which spells out that congregational freedom and the individual's right of conscience are central to our Unitarian Universalist heritage. It leaves congregations with that same tradition, practice, power, if you will, and responsibility of creating their own purposes, covenants, and bonds of union so long as they, and this is the quote, do not require that members adhere to a particular creed. So yes, that is still in the principles purposes section of this proposed change. This was not change for change's sake. It is a vital part of what Unitarian Universalism is the value of looking at who we are and not saying we are the same as we were 50 years ago, 100 years ago, 25 years ago, or even 10 years ago. The work here is not done. The commission's work, the Article II Commission, that group of people who did all of this writing, the interviewing, the gathering, and listening has ended. The final report and draft of these proposed changes has been submitted to the Board of Trustees, but that doesn't mean the conversation around them has ended. They have not been formally adopted, and I'm sure there will be many, many more opportunities for input, for perusal, for study, and I hope that you will participate in that. I would encourage you again to read the report. It's available on UUA.org if you search for Article II Commission or Board Report. Hold on to those papers, if you will. <laughs> Talk about them with your family and friends. Think about how they might inform ways you want to be this year ways you want to be in community here this year, and what you might want to change or think about adapting 
I want to close with a quote from Adrian Marie Brown from the introduction to her brand new Journal of Radical Permission that she and Sonia Renee Taylor wrote together. She writes, I am daunted by the fractal understanding that we will not be able to claim something as a collective that we have not been in the practice of claiming for ourselves in our bodies, with our time and our decisions, in our communication. So we have looked at individual core values, at community core values, and then associational or faith-wide core values. Go and live into those. Think them through. And let love be at the core of all that you do. Blessed be.